bit of a different show for you today, guys. We've taken Vegan World out of the comfort of Vegan Towers and are on our way to meet the activists involved in Anonymous for the Voiceless. Today, they're in Belfast City Centre and they're going to be campaigning and raising awareness of animal rights, animal welfare. Um, looking forward to meeting them. A couple of weeks ago on the show, we had Cliff Grant. The feedback to that interview was really positive from everyone. So I thought I'd go along and meet the guys themselves in action, see the great work that they do, and have a chat. And in typical Belfast fashion, it has decided to rain, which should make for an interesting interview. Um, but having said that, it's not going to deter these guys, whatever the weather, they're out campaigning, raising awareness, doing a fantastic job. So off we go. So I'm here in Corn Market in the centre of Belfast watching the Anonymous for the Voiceless guys. Um, just to paint a picture for you, there's a black canopy uh, in the centre of the little square. There are approximately 10 to 12 guys dressed head to toe in black with face masks uh, holding up TV screens, uh, showing footage of Land of Hope and Glory. A lot of the activists are engaged with people in the crowd. Um, people are stopping, they're looking, they're stopping to find out more information about it. Um, there's a series of outreachers who, when they see people stopping for, I don't know, 10, 15 seconds or whatever, and expressing an interest in the footage that they're seeing and want possibly know more, um, the outreachers will go and speak to them, um, get across the vegan message. Thankfully, it stopped raining, so there's more and more people coming along. The guys are really engaged with what they're doing, actually. You can see they're really committed about everything that they do. First up, I spoke to Cliff Grant, who you may remember from the very first episode of Vegan World. Cliff is the main man behind the Cube of Truth, and he talked me through the plan for the day. Cliff, tell me about that last uh, lady you spoke to there. So that last day I spoke to as an animal lover, uh, her family are all animal lovers, and she had a realisation today that she's been taught since she's young to not think about and not see what's happening on the screens. And that's everybody. I said to her, look, I'm not judging you. I did it as well. I was taught the same lies that you were taught, that we have to eat these products when we absolutely don't. So we talked about the ethics and we talked about health. um, And... There's, the thing about it is, and there's no arguing with most people anymore. Sometimes we get the odd farmer will turn up and argue with us. Yeah. But most people already are animal lovers, and I think most people already hold vegan values. So when we're talking to all these people here, they all agree with us. It's just a matter of getting them round to somewhere they can change their habits and what they've always been taught. And what was her reaction to the message you were putting across? Very positive. So I gave, her, positive. I gave her a card like I always do, yeah. uh, and she's going home. She said she's going home to watch Gary Yorosky, uh, which is a powerful speech, as we all know. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I can't... Once somebody leaves here today and speaks to us, I have no idea whether they will go vegan or not, but we're here to plant seeds with people. And most people, when they leave... I, I do get emails from some people saying, I'm so glad I met you today, you changed my life, but I don't expect people to reach out to us and say that. All I'm here for is to drop seeds with people, and they realise it's wrong, and should they go home and watch a speech tonight or watch some of these links tonight, or in six months' time they'll find the card in their pocket, and they'll think, oh, I must have a look at that. That's all we're trying to do, push people along in their journey, and eventually we'll all get there at the same yeah. time, hopefully. Absolutely. 
It's very rewarding when you get people like that, yeah? Yeah. I mean, she wasn't the best I've ever... I've had, had people crying and going vegan on the spot. Really? Yeah. Not from what I'm saying, from what they're saying on the screen. And just lining up their morals yeah. and their actions. Just Like I say to you, most people love animals. Most people already hold vegan values. Just have to remind them of that. So we do get people crying. You might see somebody cry here today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's that realisation in people that they've been paying something their whole life that is completely unnecessary. Yeah. And that's the crux of the whole thing. It's not for survival. It's We do it for taste. And taste's not a justification for anything that you can see on the screens there today. Not for what. Then moved on to speak to activist ethnic parents. Apparently I'm in Jumon. Don't think I am. I wish I was. I know, Mr. So why have you been there? Love it, yeah, absolutely. So, Ethna, um, how long have you been doing this for? Um, I have been part of Anonymous for the Voiceless for about a year. Okay. Um, got involved, um, came up and saw Cliff and that. I actually was just coming past one day and uh, saw Cliff and the guys. So and yeah, um, I was vegan now oh, before right. that. Yeah, I had right. just moved back from Scotland, but I hadn't been taking part in any activism. Yeah. Um, so I've been doing it for a year and I've noticed a massive change definitely in the type of people that stop, people that you wouldn't necessarily think would be interested in what we're doing or people that you think are stopping for an argument. I think that that's yeah, yeah. what you think a lot of the time. Um, and people are definitely more positive about it. I noticed a lot of negativity in and around when, we, when I first started doing it. Um, you know, just uh, people... It's just more questions, isn't it? More than negativity. Yeah, People yeah, just have curiosity. more curiosity. That's it. But I think that it's so over the internet now that there's no getting away from it for a lot of people and yeah. um, so there's definitely is a positive thing i think for belfast as well do you um, think maybe after the likes of uh, something like veganuary raising awareness in the, the uk media about it when people here are walking down they're seeing this they're relating that to other vegan campaigns that they've heard of and maybe making that connection to what they're seeing there and what they're putting in their stomachs. Yeah, you? you know, I think Veganuary is amazing and there's so many people take part in it, isn't there? I can't, not sure what the numbers were for this year, but... It's 300,000 Yeah, so hopefully yeah. even if half of those people continue it on. Um, you know, but people are more aware of what they're eating nowadays. I think that that's it as well. And the health impact, because um, that seems to be um, a big percentage of people who will stop, that you then have to gear away maybe towards the health yeah. Yeah. Uh, benefits of not eating animal products. Yeah. You know, I don't think that people are necessarily very aware of how unhealthy dairy and stuff is for their bodies but when you give them the information that actually especially as a woman dairy is not a good thing for your body to be eaten and your daughter to be eaten then that kind of sort of um, just picks their interest that they want to learn more about that as well you mentioned about the types of people that stopped the people that do stop are they Sorry, I'm just watching some of that footage from that. It's absolutely brutal. Um, some of the people that actually do stop, um, are they open and receptive to the message, generally speaking? Or would most people be open and, and receptive to it? Or do you get the odd one who'd stand and argue with you? Well, you get the odd one. There's always <laughs> going to be one, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> There's always going to be one. But I found even the likes of butchers, farmers. I spoke with a young girl at the last Cube who was a beef farmer who took a card and said that she didn't know that this is what happened to her stock no after. Yeah, she, she said she just never thought about it. And I was like, she said, I don't kill them myself. And I said, but you pay 
for somebody to come in a truck and take them away for this to happen. And she was like, I never thought about it. She's just, she'd been doing it for so long, I think she'd grown up in it. So she said she would definitely be interested in um, looking into a vegan lifestyle and took a card. And then a butcher as well, and he was so open, he probably knew more information about the environment and the health. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he said he didn't plan to be a butcher when he left school. He had bills to pay, you know, all that sort of stuff, but he was very open to then going in and looking at a vegan lifestyle. So it's amazing, actually, the people who do stop, yeah. But it's the young, I think the young sort of teenagers are obviously the next generation, so the more of them that we can get on board and you see that people will stop with their younger children, like, say, 7, 8, 9, 10, and then they're saying to their parents, I don't want to take part in this anymore. I don't want to eat these animals. And then I think parents now with children that age are very open to listening to what their children have to say, where maybe years ago that might not have happened just so much. Yeah. So um, it's those younger kids coming through that are actually going to have, I think, the biggest impact on this. Thank you. Then it was the turn of Sarah Gilmore. So, sir, how long have you been involved with uh, Anonymous for the Voiceless and the Cube of Truth? Um, probably about a year now. Um, so I'd seen them on Facebook. Um, I didn't realise it was a Belfast group, but I'd messaged the, the main worldwide group and they'd got me in touch with Clifford, so right. that's how. And in terms of the work you do, uh, talk me through like an average 10, 15 minutes here with people walking past and stuff. What's the message you get across to them? Well, I guess the main thing is that we don't talk to people unless they are stopped to watch the footage. We don't shout at people, we don't preach to people, and we only really talk to people that are interested in speaking to us. Um, so if someone um, you know, isn't actually stopping and, and showing that interest, we, we don't push, push ourselves on them. In terms of the reaction to people? Generally, it's very positive. Um, well, they're, they're usually very upset, um, would be the, the main reaction whenever they see it. But um, most people will go away with a card, wanting to learn more, and... The, the stark truth of it is that people aren't aware this is happening. Um, there's such a barrier between these industries and what is actually end up on our plate and people don't actually think about the process and when they're confronted with it, they're, um, they're shocked and, and they don't really want to participate in it anymore. Do you find people are more open these days to it? I'm thinking of the likes of um, a couple of questions that I asked the previous guys as well in terms of like Veganuary. This just passed. It helped raise awareness massively around the UK and Ireland and stuff like that. So when you see campaigns like that and you see people like Piers Morgan bringing people onto their shows and shouting them down and, you know, oh, you've worn leather shoes or a leather belt, etc., etc., and basically trying to ridicule vegans. Bearing that in mind, the higher profile of veganism and animal rights has now, how do you find people walking past here? Do you find they're more aware of it? It's more mainstream now than it would have been, say, a year ago? I definitely think so. Um, everyone that I would speak to, as a general rule, knows someone that is vegan, um, would say to me, oh, my sister's vegan, or my auntie's vegan, or my, my best friend's vegan. You know, everyone knows a vegan, and everyone knows what veganism is. Um, majority of people know what veganism is veganism is and um, there's none of this you know what do you actually eat you know because of the, the increase in profile of it um, and so many celebrities as well speaking out about veganism a lot of sports stars and um, people will know now what, what vegan is yeah so what's next for the cube of truth you guys come here every two weeks isn't it every two weeks uh, yeah and then in the summer we also do dairy scary which is where we bring food samples um, we all either make or buy um, food and bring it for people to try, give it away, and people are generally very surprised. Um, we find that Dairy Scary is probably a bit of a more positive event in terms of 
it's going to be quite difficult to look at this footage and people would get quite upset um, at the Cuba Truth, but the Darius Gary, who doesn't love free food, everyone's straight over at the table. She's going to brought some today. <laughs> I know, everyone's straight over wanting to try whatever there is um, available. And then it's also become a lot easier to talk to people about where to buy their food because a year or two years ago we would have been having to say, okay, you know, go to Nutmeg, go to a specialist health store. But now you can walk into Tesco or Sainsbury's, Marks and Spencer's have just ranged, uh, you know, lots yeah. of new massive range. Um, even the likes of Lidl, Dunn's stores, they all have vegan um, ranges. And it's so easy now that there's literally no excuse. You know, convenience isn't an excuse anymore for people. And I think that's making things a lot easier. It's making our work a lot easier here that we can just say, you know, go into Tesco's and instead of buying, you know, cow's milk, buy one of the ten different types of plant milk, so yeah. How rewarding do you find doing this type of activism? Really rewarding. Um, I love whenever someone has a positive reaction and, and goes away with the card and, and actually just being able to share that information with people that were previously totally unaware of it. Um, and it, it makes you feel really good that you're doing that for the animals. And, you know, if I was on that truck on the way to the slaughterhouse, I would want people like us speaking up for me as well. So, yeah. Then lastly, I spoke to activist Becky Brennan. Okay, so how long have you been involved with the Cuba Truth? So since the beginning, I saw being a family member having two vegan parents, their man and uncle, but um, gosh, how long has it been running now? Years now. I was one of the original like four or five back in the day when there was only four of us standing in a line and now it's this uh-huh. big thing. And how have you found uh, the reaction of people to the footage that you show here? So that's what we were actually talking about this. You see, when we first started, when this was initially starting, people would have walked past and you would have got people heckling stuff like, oh, bacon or ham or, you know, and the reaction was much different. And you see, as time has gone on and more so recently, people nearly come to us now rather than the other way around you know the reaction has completely changed back in the day you would have got a lot of negativity and stuff I think whenever veganism wasn't you know the word wasn't as big as it is now people didn't know what it was back then and maybe they some people did but a lot of people didn't whereas now because it's becoming more common and more recognized you know there's I, bear, I literally, there's barely a day I get any negativity. You'll get the, you get people obviously walking past with like young children, and some people let the young children watch. But I have, when you're standing in the cube, you see a lot of the public walking past, and they'll like hide the person or they'll hide who they're with from seeing the footage. Yeah, yeah. And then, but I always say to them, and I'm like, well, why do, you, why are you hiding that from them? You know, there's a reason you're hiding it from them. And it's because you don't want them to see that. And the truth is, that's where your food's coming from. So, you know, it's better to let them watch it. Like, it is, they're allowed, they're allowed to watch it. But, no, the reaction has changed over the years. And more so recently, I never get any negativity anymore. People are, I think people are open to the fact of it. And people are wanting to go vegan now. And because it is, it was one of them things back in the day when there wasn't many vegans. I think it was like a... I don't know, everyone thought vegans were these hippie people, you know, whereas you can see from here, we're all shapes and sizes, different, you know, every one of us is different. I think people say we are just normal people and it is a normal thing. And because it is so big now in the media and stuff, people are actually starting to realise, well, it's just normal, it's the right way to go. And so they're curious. And so when they see this, it's almost like an opportunity to ask the questions. So. Do you think like the likes of Veganery, which has just passed, has helped people's awareness for this? Oh. 100% because 
like you know it's grown so exponentially over the past few years in itself but I think this year in particular with all the brands like I work every week I go from Monday to Thursday I go to London and it's quite it's even more so you know there's stuff everywhere but you know you think like all the pizza companies all the restaurants all these big brands now doing vegan and okay some people will say it's not a good thing you know you'll get some people saying oh um you know they're just doing it because um they want to they want the business but the way i look at it is they're there because the demand's there so they're supplying it so obviously veganism you know there may only be 20 30 of us but in belfast you don't know how many vegans there are and i mean they're every now we'll get people stopping with us that are vegan and like it's a, the growing number so i think veganuary helps immensely because it gives people nearly like a challenge i think whenever it's like a challenge people are open to it and then they say like it takes three weeks is it three weeks for it to become like not a habit but you know a normal thing way of life. And, yeah way of life and i think when people do go vegan for a veganuary like I always say, people go like for health, environment, or for the animals, or for all three. And I think for veganery, a lot of it, you know, no matter what you go vegan for, I, I always say all roads lead to Rome. But I think eventually, when people go vegan, say they go vegan for health or whatever, I think you start to open your eyes. And then maybe if they went back after January, they'd actually start to see what they're eating isn't just a burger anymore, it's actually an animal. So I think it opens people's eyes, definitely. And this particular type of activism, when you see, is there correct graphic images yeah. on the screen? You find that effective, yeah? 100%. Like, we do, probably, they said to you, we do a thing called Dairy is Scary as well, which is where it would be much more family, probably. So a lot of parents would bring their kids over to it. We bring, like, all different foods out, examples of, like, what vegans eat to just make them realise it's normal. Mm. But this here, no, I'm not going to lie, obviously, back in the day before I was vegan, when I first heard the word activism, I thought it was people out with posters shouting at you, and that's what I thought. So eventually when Clifford said, you know, at the start we're going to do this, I thought, oh no, I don't want to do that. But And then when I seen the footage and stuff, I find it quite hard to watch myself. Like when I'm talking to people, I would get quite emotional if I start looking at it. But you'd be surprised how, you know, when people stop they watch it and they watch it for a long time they don't just look away like people will stand for a good 10 or 15 minutes and watch it and you know it's not in your face it's not you know you can walk past if you want but like I said I think the curiosity is there people see it and people want to know where it is coming from and I guess we're just showing them and educating them and that's why we're here I believe you get the old crier as well what do you mean? <laughs> a couple of people have cried when they've watched the yeah, footage. Well, I've seen a couple of people cry at multiple things, but it is, it's because I think, do you know what it is? All it is is bridging that gap of the disassociation. So people will come and stand with a McDonald's burger and be eating the burger and watch that. And then you'll see them eventually start, they'll start to look. Like I, one day I was doing, I was standing in the cube and there was a man over there and he was eating a burger and he was watching the footage and at the start he was all you know almost proud of himself for eating this beef burger and the more he sat and watched it the less he started eating the burger and he walked off and he threw it in the bin by the time he was done 
Yeah, and I think it is. I think that's all we're trying to do here. We're not forcing people. We're not saying you have to go right now. We're just trying to plant that seed. You know, like Clifford says, there's like the ten steps, and if you can get them two steps of the way. They'll go away and they'll think about it. And that's why we give them the card as well. Because I think, as a human being, if anybody's pointing a finger at you and telling you're wrong, no matter if you know they're right and you know you're right, you'll get defensive and be annoyed. Whereas we're not here to do that. We're here to just plant that little seed. And then, as a human, we do. We go away and we think, all right. And you start to think about it yourself. I think that's what we want to do is, you know, you want people to make that last little bit themselves you know because that was the reason why they'll stay vegan so yeah I forgot the question that's alright I forgot it too well, <laughs> great answer I know <laughs> so guys I hope you enjoyed uh, today's episode bit of an unusual one in that I actually went out onto the street to speak to these guys um, my thanks to Cliff for organising it my thanks to Ethna my thanks to Becky and my thanks to Sarah uh, for taking the time out to talk to me that day freezing cold day in the centre of Belfast uh, but it was all really worth it those guys are so committed to what they do they do such a brilliant, brilliant job um, it's not anyone can just walk up to anyone in the street and you know try and convince them um, of the vegan philosophy so immense courage is needed from those ladies and some of the guys there as well um, so a huge admiration for the work that they do um, it was a real education on my part to actually see activism in action that day so once again thanks very much to those guys and thanks very much to you for downloading today i hope you enjoyed this extra episode this week um i'll be back this time next week when i will be speaking to labor member of parliament carrie mccarthy uh, on her story her background to going vegan back in the day and what it was like being one of the first if not the first uh, vegan member of parliament in the united kingdom um so join me for that next week and have a great week guys chat to you then bye bye